0: Video hustle whole video hustle, whole video hustle whole video hustle whole video hustle whole video hustle, a whole video hustle whole video hustle video hustle whole video has home video hustle whole video hustle whole video hustle home Hustle motherfucking hustle Hustle motherfucking hustle hustle, motherfucking hustle Hustle motherfucking hustle Hustle Motherfucking hustle hustle motherfucking what's going on everybody i'm brent and this is the home video hustle where we hustle motherfucking hustle that's right ladies and gentlemen my brother's not here with me today he's out on a little road trip doing some family shit and he's fine i already talked to him he made it there but safe travels on the way back homie Cause he, well shit, man, I don't know. Cause, uh, he might not be here next week. We don't know exactly for sure yet. Cause he might be coming back next Friday. So I might not be able to catch him. So you might get me for two weeks or maybe I'll find somebody that wants to volunteer to be on here with me. We'll figure that shit out, but I got to figure it out soon because I'm recording this one kind of late anyway. So, but it's all good because I'm like, I'm not going to leave y'all without content though. I got you. And to prove my dedication, I'm not My fucking throat is sore. My nose is stuffy. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if it's because this goddamn Ohio weather keeps fucking changing. Like legitimately right now, it's still temperature right now. It is 71 degrees outside. You don't know what the fuck it was yesterday? Yesterday was like 30 something. And the day before that, there was a point where it was 25. Like people were out here in, in Columbus with motherfucking shorts on and some. Because the week before this, it was like all 60s and 70s and shit. And then we had to break coats back out. Like it legitimately fucking snowed yesterday and now it's 71 degrees so i don't know if it's the weather fucking with me that got my throat kind of sore my nose stuffy or not but i'm mean, like i don't feel sick it's just like it's annoying just like the weather here is annoying like let me fuck it 10 day forecast let's see what okay so 76 today 60 tomorrow 47 after that 55 after that 56 after that 53 after that 60 68 58 52 so at least it ain't going under 50 well no it did go under 50 once you know, of course, on Friday, on the weekend, it's gonna be colder, of course, because you got to fuck up the weekend, right? Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just get, getting on my fucking nerves, dog. I know this is like bullshit. You know, listen to a podcast, man, complaining about the weather, but it's like fuck, because like now my fucking throat is sore because like I said I'm gonna go outside and it's cold one day, hot the moment. You know, I'm not even gonna get in all that. Fuck all that. It's just annoying as fuck. You know, venting my frustrations for you, the listeners. Somebody out there could feel me. Maybe not the people out on the west coast, because I'm sure it's hot as fuck over there. But all my Midwesterners and maybe Brennan and Nathan up in Canada. Well, no, then again, they up in Canada probably laughing. they like, bro, it's snow every day. Like, fuck you. But it's whatever, though. I got an episode for you. And this is episode 249. Now, here's the thing. I told PJ I'm not doing 250 without him. So next week's episode, I don't know how I'll finesse it. But if he ain't here, it ain't going to be 250. I've debated about. Like, if I want to do another one of those uh, Greatest Hits episodes, because I did that shit years ago now. And I use like, clips from, like, the first, fuck, what was it, like, 30 episodes? So, it's like, I have a lot more, like, 200 plus more that I can go into to make a second one of those, which I thought might be fun. I might just do that. Even if I don't do it, I might still go and do that shit. So, I can do that. Or I can do a side hustle with a podcast homie. I mean, I can pretty much do whatever the fuck I want. I can make the next episode 249 too like dash two or something like that like i've done that before with the bonus episodes so i can always do that so i don't know but i just know there will be no official episode 250 without pj and the movie that we're going to do because i don't you know people that are new to the show and shit the protocol usually is with like the numbered anniversary episodes like 50 100 150 200 250 shit like that pj has been picking the movies that's when i give him just free reign like you know this is Joe pick whatever the fuck you want to watch i don't care He's already changed his mind twice. (laughs) So I I don't know officially what the fuck we're doing yet. Because we actually did a video where he picked, he went upstairs and he pulled a bunch of movies off the shelf and we put them in a bag and he picked the movie and that's how we figured it out. But then he hit me up and was like, hey, have you ever seen this movie? I was like, no, I've heard of it though. So he's like, oh, now we got to do that. And now there may be rumblings of another movie. So I won't know what the fuck we're doing for 250 until he comes over here and just tells me this is what we're fucking watching. Of the two movies he gave me, one is one that kind of came away from the movie theater, so a lot of y'all probably won't even remember it. I just remember it because it was advertised on TV a lot, and we had to bootleg copy up my mom's house forever. I never looked at it, though. And the other movie is a big one in the black community that I've never seen before because I just wasn't interested. It's from, like, the early 2000s. I've only seen, like, the last 20 minutes of it, if that, and I was cool with that. But him and my brother both were like, you got to watch this shit. But then also, I forgot until yesterday, Criterion just put Love Jones out on Blu-ray, and he's, he's been dying to do that on the podcast. And I told him when Criterion disc comes out, I will grab it, and we will watch it. So if in the next two weeks I grab that movie, he'll probably want to do that. So I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, bro, but I don't know. It's going to be fun either way. And I'm just crazy. It's crazy. That we- maybe we technically are past 250. It'll be the 250th, like, officially numbered episode. But we're damn near close to 270, I think, at this point with bonus episodes and side hustles. And hell, if you count Patreon episodes, damn, we're probably closer to 300 by now. Cause we got a lot of shit out there. I didn't realize that. And if you count HVH Radio, too, fuck it, man. It's a lot of content with me and PJ out there. And I'm happy y'all motherfuckers, like, listening to it. And I'm happy y'all here now. Because I used to always figure it on People would be like, oh, it's just Brent. Fuck that. Because the dynamic ain't the same. But if you still listening, and I appreciate that, so thank you. Before this movie, if you saw the YouTube video, if you didn't, shame on you niggas. But if you saw it, you saw my pile that I'm always talking about. I always tell you how I, I buy a lot of movies. Way too many at once, probably. And so I have a build-up of them. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, and a half, six and a half piles of movies down there I need to watch. And I'm a part of the Vinegar Syndrome like monthly subscription package, so... I watched four movies and it's like, well, they just sent me five more. So it's like perpetually stacked up. I just need to take time where I just sit and watch fucking movies. But between school and everything, and work and everything, now I don't have the time like I used to. Hey, progress report for your boy. I've still got A's in my math and my IT class. Fuck with you. But um, but yeah, I went to the pile. And there's some movies down there. It's like, if I'm going to do them on the podcast, PJ has to be there. Like if I watched them and just did a written review... It'd be fine, cause then I can always come back to it later and be like, "Oh, PJ, I watched this movie. You should check this out." Almost like how I keep talking about Trap Life. I want to get him to watch. But I was like, if it's gonna be on, if it's an actual episode, certain movies he has to be here for. It. So that makes it a little bit harder too. Cause like I got my Punisher 4K down there. I was like, we could have did that, and I could talk about the Punisher for hours. But I wanted to watch PJ I want to watch that with PJ and The Fly. And like I could watch The Fly, but it's like PJ's never seen The Fly, so it's like, well, I gotta show him The Fly and tetsuo like i he has to watch tetsuo there's no fucking way he's ever avoiding that he will watch that on the show if it ever comes up and then i don't know and then some movies it's like would this make a good combo i don't know but i ended up picking curfew movie from 1989 hour and 26 minutes long uh imdb score oh and i I don't know if it went straight to video or not it might have because it didn't seem like because I watched a little um, special feature with one of the actors on the disc after the movie ended. And it sounded like he was kind of salty that it only got like released theatrically in Asia, I'm pretty sure is what he said. So there are no numbers for this movie, but there are reviews because IMDb score is 4.1 out of 10 with only 490 votes. So not a lot of people have seen it. I wonder how... Like, much that spiked after the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. Oh, and this is one of the Vinegar Syndrome Blu-rays, too, if you didn't know. But I wonder how much that spiked after that Blu-ray came out. Like, if it was, like, 250 or then it jumped to 490, I don't know. But because it didn't come out in theaters here, there are also no critic reviews. There's NA on there. But then, surprisingly, and I didn't expect it to be this goddamn low, but the audience score is only an 8%, which, I mean, I'll give you a baby spoiler now. I don't think it should be that low. Like, it's not that fucking bad. Like, there's some movies we watched that are fucking horrible that have higher fucking audience percentages than this movie does. eight is a little bit undeserved, but again, it's probably not a lot of people that have seen it before. And the people that did see, it, you know, probably, you know, with this little snooting stick up their ass type thing and shit. We'll talk about it though. But curfew was directed by Gary Winnick, a name that I was not familiar with, but let's get familiar. And let's look the homie up right now, live on the microphone. Hey, Maverick movies, like my photo, shout out to Maverick movies. Usually when it's just me, I do their movies. But it's like I wanted to clear the pile out. And I ain't had no uh, movies in the pile from them down there. Oh, well, this guy actually went on to do things you guys may know. This was his first movie, but then he did this movies that y'all might know. He did 13 Going on 30, which I know is a big one for people. I actually have a copy of that now. Because when my mom moved away, she left boxes of movies. And she told me to just take them. And I did that Instagram video where I was unboxing them all and everything. And 13 Going on 30 was one of them. So it's technically upstairs on the shelf. Now, I do own that. Uh, Charlotte's Web from 2006. I don't know if it's crazy or not, but as a kid, I never read that book. I've never seen that movie. All I know is that it's a pig talking to a fucking spider. And I, I don't know for what reason. I I don't know if the spider was like trying to smash. I don't know what the fuck was going on. So somebody, what the fuck is. Let's look at it up right now. Fuck it. Why not? Oh, fuck you, phone. Uh, Wilbur the pig is scared of the end of the season because he knows that come that time he will end up on a dinner table. Oh, fuck. He hatches a plan with Charlotte, a spider that lives in the pen to ensure that this will never happen. So my man just trying not to die out here. Damn. Well, how the fuck is the spider going to help? Did it like eat everybody? Did it fucking kill her clowns from outer space they asked and put him in the motherfucking web cotton candy joint? Like, that's weird. I don't know. I'm probably thinking too much about this kid's book. Is that even a kid's book? Well, I mean, I don't know. Some kid's shit back in the day. Wasn't afraid to get kind of grimy on that ass, too. Like, it'd be a lot of shit dealing with death. Hell, like, we was talking about Old Yeller. Like, they smoked that motherfucker at the end of that movie. And Bambi Mama got super turbo fucked up in that movie. And then Mufasa got super turbo fucked up in that movie. So, I guess, yeah, I guess it ain't. I mean, it's a surprise. I just named all Disney movies, too. Disney movies be fucked up. You think that might, like, make me like them more since I have a warped-ass mind? But apparently not. Because some of them are all right. I did get yelled at about not liking The Incredibles that much recently. So, I mean, I, I, I didn't even fucking diss it. I, I gave it a five. I said it was aight. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It's in the middle. It's a five, it! Like, I didn't say it was terrible. Like, when I said Lord of the Rings is a two-pack of fucking ass and boring as fuck. Yeah, I said it again. I won't keep saying it. Y'all can be mad at PJ for Star Wars and be mad at me for Lord of the Rings. I don't care. That shit was trash. I said it. But is this movie trash? We'll find out because it is starring Kyle Richards, Wendell Wellman, John Putch, Frank Miller, not that Frank Miller you're and Gene Brooks. The reason that I picked this movie over all those other ones in the powers, I had like a vast array of different things I could have picked. But I picked this one because it seemed like a movie that I would like to watch. Like one of the things that would have led me to doing this podcast. Because one of the things about the podcast that has kind of evolved since we started doing it is that. Well, not even really that, because even in the beginning, I like to kind of throw some in there. But I always like to kind of do movies that nobody really has probably seen or talked about. And I know it's some that's a detriment sometimes because people was some people. It's weird. I've noticed like from talking to people that listen to this shit, like some people would be like, oh, you know, I saw you did Star Wars. And, I, and so I've seen it before, so I want to hear what you guys say about it. But then there were people be like, I saw y'all did Oversex Rug Suckers from Mars, and I don't know what the fuck that is. So I kind of skipped that episode. But then on the flip side, people be like, What the fuck is Oversex Rug Suckers from Mars? Let me listen to that. So it's like, I guess it just depends on how you feel. Like some people will see shit they don't know about and be like, Oh, I want to hear about that. And some people be like, I don't know what that is. So fuck that movie. And I kind of like to mix those in there. And that's why we did Oversex Rug Suckers from Mars and shit like that. That's why we did like The Hip Hop Witch. You know, that movie ended up being trash. But I just like to do different shit. You know, certain movies everybody talks about. Because one of the things we we I don't we get knocked for, but we get questioned a lot for is it. like, why haven't we done like The Room? Why haven't we done Birdemic? Why haven't we done this or that? The Room is the biggest one. Though. People are always like, you guys have been doing the podcast for almost five years and you've never made PJ watch The Room. I will make him watch The Room. It's just not at the top of my priority list. Because to be honest, I've never even seen all of The Room before. I just have listened to so many people talk about it. I've seen so many YouTube like reviews with clips and everything. I feel like I pretty much know that goddamn movie, but I've never actually sat and watched it from start to finish. But one day we will. Maybe we'll say that for a special occasion. Not the fifth year anniversary, though, because we already know we are doing that day. And that's going to be a fun episode. I can't wait to do that one. But yeah, there's just certain movies. I just like, I don't know It's like I just want to talk about something everybody else ain't talked about already. You know, and I'm sure it doesn't help the algorithms, you know. So I could have talked about like some Batman shit or something with everybody talking about Batman. But it's like, I ain't want to talk about Batman, though. I want to talk about something else, you know? So we just, we follow the toot of our own horn, whatever the fuck that saying is, the beat of our own drum, all that good shit. <laughs> so I just wanted to watch Curfew because it just seemed like some good old 80s bullshit, like for Brent Comfort Food movie. Like this stuff I would sit and watch, like what I don't know, like the old, like cause I had a, a friend, his dad had a bunch of VHS tapes And he would let me, like, have some of them sometimes. He's like, here, you know, I I got a bunch of these old recorded tapes. So I would have recorded tapes of, like, shit like USA Up All Night or, like, a few episodes of Monster Vision with Joe Bob Briggs. And it's just, oh, and I love those shits. Like, I mean, and partially probably because of Mystery Science Theater, too, with having the movie and then the little host segments in between with the people talking and everything. Like, I love that shit. That's why I'm so glad that Joe Bob and Mystery Science Theater are both back. Rhonda Shearer isn't, I don't know where the hell she at, but if they were brought back up all night, I watched the fuck out of that too. So, you know, everything coming back, go on girl, get your show back. But yeah, man, just it, shit like that, just reading the back of the box, it just, I immediately thought of stuff like that. So I was like, let's see what the fuck this movie is about. I mean, and it's like, spoiler, I wasn't wrong. It was pretty much exactly what I figured it was going to be. And it hit a little bit of that sweet spot. But how much of that sweet spot did it hit? That is the question we're going to answer tonight on The Home Video Hustle. So curfew. Oh, well, that's a hell of a first note. Um, <laughs> there's two brothers, Ray and Bob, they're not good people. And you find that out real quick because Bob, okay, I, I got this, I got to get an explanation. Ray is like the older brother. Ray is an asshole. Ray is the, like the, I don't know. He's like the the head guy. What, do, what, what am I, what's the word I'm thinking of? He's like the smart one. I, ooh, yeah, it, honestly. Yeah, there you go. He's a smart one. And Bob is the thing is the younger brother. And he's a little bit, you know, he's he a little bit goofy. So Bob, the goofy brother, is in there with a girl and it's real weird. It, it almost seems like a dream. Well, I almost, I spoiled it for you, but we'll get to it. But (laughs) he's sitting there with a girl and they're eating cake or they're cutting the cake. And Ray is just standing in the doorway, just staring in there. And then he comes inside and he makes Bob go outside. And boy, Bob is like, yo, I don't want to go outside. What the fuck you doing? Like, nah, man, chill out. And he forces him outside anyway. And then he proceeds to rape Bob's girl or whatever the fuck she is. And your man's just outside screaming. And he wakes up out of his sleep. Oh, no, 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 no. I forgot about that part, and that actually, I forgot about that part, and that comes back later, so I got to mention it. He bursts in the room with an axe. Bob does, the goofy brother. He swings that motherfucker, and they don't show who it hit, but you already know it didn't hit the brother because he wakes up out of his sleep in jail cell, and his brother is right there, and that's where you get the opening titles. That's how the movie starts, so you establish your villains right there. And it kind of does the thing that PJ doesn't like, where it cuts back and forth a lot between different things. Like, it's showing them in jail, and then they end up breaking out. And it's cutting back and forth with that and the little family. It's a husband and wife and a girl named Stephanie, who will be the main character. Kyle Richards, is uh, who plays that character. And I thought she looked familiar. I'm like, I recognize that name. Coming to find out, she was the little girl in the original Halloween that was running around with Jamie Lee Curtis. And then she's actually in that Halloween Kills movie that came back. They brought her ass back. And I guess she's on the... Uh, uh real housewife show she's a housewife now on one of them tv shows or something but she's here and she's like it's weird like seeing the in-between period. because i've seen halloween the original a bunch of fucking times so i like i see her as a little kid and he i've seen her recently in the halloween kills and she's a lot older so it's like now i get to basically see all three fucking periods it feels like so it's kind of cool to see that shit because i didn't even know she did anything else other than halloween i thought it was just halloween and then housewife shit I didn't know she acted in anything else. But apparently, I looked her up, she also does a bunch of Lifetime movies, which I don't watch Lifetime movies like that. So I seen her in, well, three movies now, and that's about it. But they're arguing, uh, the parents are arguing, because I guess, you know, she's a high schooler. She probably, like, I, don't, I don't know if they say her exact age. She's like probably 16, 17 years old. And they're arguing about her curfew has to be a back end by 10. And the mom is like, well, you know, she older now, man. We ain't got to be so strict with that curfew. And the dad is like, nigga, fuck that. But like I said before as that's going on, the brothers have escaped jail. And first thing they do, because they got on their little uh prison uniform, they find two little cowboy dudes on like a little ranch or something working on a fence. They mark their ass, steal their clothes, and like they ki- they look like they killed them by wrapping them up in barbed wire. Maybe they choked them out with barbed wire. I don't know, but their bodies are laying there with barbed wire wrapped around, like an ECW match and shit. And then Stephanie getting ready to go to school, walking up the street, she gets stopped. There's an old man and his wife. His wife is sitting there planting flowers or anything. Old man is sitting there just drinking his lemonade with the newspaper. And he's like, hey, girl, like, how you doing today? She's like, I'm doing good. He's like, okay, yeah. Uh, what's up with that outfit? Because she has on a little top with the, um, she has like a tight top on and then she has like a jean skirt. And she's like, oh, you know, I, I got a date tonight and everything. He's like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, you know, your dad is an important man around here, right? He's like, yeah, remember that next time you put them clothes on? And she's just like, whatever nigga basically it's like mind your own fucking business all right but you also then cut to the brothers they're in the car and they actually i, know, I think i said they must have hitchhiker or something they're riding with somebody and they just randomly i forget which one is in the back seat i think it's bob but he just like fucking strangles the fucking dude from the back seat kills him so now they got a car these motherfuckers is making moves real quick and i think like i said the titles i don't know if they're still going but it's like it's still very close to the opening so a lot is happening like back and forth and stephanie meets up with her friends at the diner because I guess she's supposed to be going out. It's her and another girl. And then, two. it's the star quarterback and another football player. I don't know if they ever say what the fuck he is. I guess he's a quarterback's friend. He's meeting them at the diner. And then back at home, again, like I said, jump back and forth, the uh, mom is talking to, like, uh, what would you call it? Like, the caretaker, babysitter, whoever the fuck she is is supposed to be there chilling with, uh, what's her name, Stephanie, while she's at home. And she tells her, like, yeah, you know, dad says the curfew and all that. Yeah, 10 o'clock, whatever. And then when the dad steps away, she kind of leans and she's like, you know, it, you know, he says 10 o'clock, but, you know, use your discretion, girl. You know, she going on, And they're like, yeah, yeah, I got you, girl. So they got their little understanding, pop. And uh, cut back to the diner. Stephanie and the hunger in the bathroom. This is where you find out that they're a football dude. Because they're like, oh, my gosh, you've only been here this long. You already got a date with the star quarterback. She's like, damn, girl, what you been doing? And he's, she's like, hey, should I just do my thing? I heard what the fuck you talking about, bitch all that good shit and then <laughs> and, uh back outside the diner though the football players immediately showed that they're assholes because there's like a curly hair one the one that's not the quarterback is sitting there there's two people trying to eat their food and he's like leaned all in like overdue shoulder being real loud talking about like f- uh, the f- last football game or something going over plays and then he ends up like jumping all over their table fucking their food up and so the dude they run the diner and the cop of course tell them to get the fuck out and they do but then like what is Like a minute or two later, the uh homegirl runs in and she's like, Oh my god, he got fucked up. Or come outside. And then the cop goes out there and he's like, Oh shit, because the dude is laying there with like supposed to be blood and everything all over his shirt and everything. He's like sitting out there making weird ass noise, like and knowing that's weird shit, supposed to be like he hurt, which immediately would have told me I would have been like, just get your bitch ass up. It's like I can already tell you faking like a motherfucker, but the cop don't realize that. He goes and radios for backup. And then when he comes back, They're gone and they left a ketchup bottle and they uh, spelled the word sucker in ketchup. So he must have been a fan of Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Somebody got that joke. I don't know who got it, but somebody got that joke. Damn it. If you don't get it, go watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Don't let the people fool you. That movie got an eight out of ten because it is highly entertaining. Bad movies can be good, too. Damn it. I will champion Mortal Kombat Annihilation all goddamn day. Mortal Kombat Annihilation was better than the last Mortal Kombat movie that came out in theaters. Fuck with your boy. I said it. Hot takes all day. Fuck that. Annihilation is the shit. (laughs) But you find out here that the brothers, they about to start. They got a hit list and they're about to start. I think they even name off people like at the opening title. They're like naming people off. I wasn't really paying attention to know what the fuck they were talking about. But they got a hit list of people. They're pretty much going after everybody that got them sent to jail in the first stop after they get the car and the clothes is to go to the therapist's office. Cause there's actually a woman in session right now. And they go in there and tell her like, Hey, I think your time is up. See what they mean is, you know, the time is up, but it's also meaning mean, like you're about to die. So, you know, you get still with, with PJ with double entendre. See the movie is smart folks. It knows what it's doing. 10 out of 10, maybe, but no, they're sitting in the office and he ends up, I think they put a, was it a machete, they, a machete or something through the woman. Cause you, when you cut back to it again, cause it's cutting back and forth, she has she's just laying there looking super goofy with a machete sticking out of her stomach. And uh Ray, the smart brother, is talking. He's acting like a therapist talking to Bob, and the therapist is in the background the whole time, like, "Bro, what the fuck do y'all want? Like, I'll do anything, just don't kill me." And the Ray is like, "Hey, chill out. We in a session right now. That's rude, you know, just fucking with." And he ends up hyping up the brother to the point where he grabs the motherfucking doctor and is just like jamming it, like smashing his head against the door. But there's a door ornament of, like, a tiger or a lion or some shit. And he's bashing his head against it to the point where he cracks his fucking skull open. And I'll just say now, while the movie is violent, it can be bloody. It's not gory. Like, there's not a lot of blood and gore flying around. Like, you get, like, stabs. You get, like, heads and shit like that. But there's not, like, an excess amount of blood in this movie. Like, it's pretty tame for what I expected this movie to be. And also, funny enough, when he was smashing dude's head against the door and that door ornament, whatever... You could tell it was fake because it was like the door ornament was pushing inward as he was supposed to be, you know, getting his head. And it's supposed to be a steel or iron ornament or whatever, but it's like pushing inward. And I caught that and that shit made me laugh when I saw it. The Stephanie's out with the homegirl. The homegirl is getting her shit pushed in by the other football player. And the quarterback is trying to smash Stephanie. But she's like, nah. She's like, I can't do that shit in the car, bro. She's like, in a whip, dog? She's like, why don't we just go to my house and get in the bed? And the dude is like, it ain't where you do it, it's who you do it with. Trying to spit that game right, but it don't work. Because all she does is realize, like, oh, shit, I need to go home. And so she's like, take me home. I'm sorry. I'll make it up to you later. I got to get the fuck home. No curfew is here. So she goes back home. Dude is salty as fuck, filling the mortons, but he drives off. And so she goes inside and immediately realizes that the nanny, stepsitter, whoever the fuck she was, is dead as fuck. Oh, I skipped a whole motherfucking part, didn't I? I did. My bad rewind that she ain't home yet they make another stop before they get there i completely forgot about this dude that judge from earlier that was talking shit about what she was wearing the brothers actually go there after that and uh, it's him and his wife there the wife goes up to the bathroom and when she opens it up she screams and then raise and there was like shaving and shit in their bathroom she's like doesn't anybody knock anymore and shit like that so they tied him up or got him in the chairs and uh, he's trying to kill them because he was the judge, of course, that set him to fucking jail. And so they antagonized the shit out of them for a while before they... I, uh, who was that? I think it might have been Bob. Cut the wife's neck. No, it was Ray. Cut the wife's neck. Bob is playing judge. So he's got like the guy when he keeps saying, order, order, whenever the, the fucking dude gets loud. And so when he cuts the wife's neck, of course, my man runs up on Ray trying to stop him. And then Bob comes up behind him with the mallet and just like mallets his fucking skull and and kills him and shit. So they're dead as fuck. And now she's at home. And this is where she finds the sitter dead. And she goes up to her room because she's like, hey, anybody home? Because she's thinking her parents are probably gone, which she's like, fuck. I was supposed to get back before they left. So I'm about to be in trouble. So she just says, fuck it, goes up to her room. And Ray is sitting in there on her bed with a little teddy bear in his hands like, hey, you're late or something like that. And so she takes the fuck off running, hits Ray over the top of the head with the little vase or whatever it is. And she actually gets outside. I didn't expect her to actually get away that easily. You know, I mean, she doesn't get away, but she got out the house a lot easier than I thought she would. And she runs to the judge's house. But of course, they dead as fuck. So she runs out of there and she actually gets picked up by what the fuck was that dude's name in Saturday Night Live? Hold on, because he looked just like this motherfucker. I think they even made a spinoff movie. It was a character that Al Franken played that wore the sweater and shit. What the fuck was that dude's name? Hold on, (laughs) because this dude that picked her up looked just like that. Stewart and one one it, it like because the movie is like Stewart saves his family right whoever the fuck character that was the dude that picked her up looked just like that motherfucker Stuart Smalley there you go that's the fucking character name Brendan could have told me that probably instantly but he ain't here unfortunately but he looked just like either that or for my mystery science theater fans the werewolf episode there was the older cat they kept calling grandma because he was wearing like the little grandma sweaters and shit like one of those two whichever reference you get that's what this motherfucker looked like and she's in there bugging out because my man, of course, he's an upstanding citizen. He's obeying the law. He's not going to go over the speed limit, even though she's like saying people are dead and everything. He's like, well, you know, you better safe than sorry. You know, I got to do the speed limit. And she's like, what the fuck, man? Come on. But the homie Bob is also in the whip and he's giving chase. And they he actually, because she got far away from him. But then he's coming up the street as they're going the opposite way and they lock eyes. And your boy's like, oh, ha ha ha, got your ass. He turns around, starts bumping and crashing into the car and eventually cuts him off. And my man's OG, got out the car and was like smacking my dude with the cane on his shoulder and was like, man, what the fuck you doing? You could have killed this, you bitch ass motherfucker. But then your boy Bobby like kind of rubs his shoulder like, oh, for real? You just hit me, nigga? And he takes the cane and he beats the fuck out of the, uh, Stuart Schmally with it. Like he's on the ground. And he's just whooping that ass. So Stephanie just like kind of slowly sinks over into the driver's seat and pulls the fuck off. I thought she was going to the police station. But she goes back to that diner or whatever, to that cop that was there before, and she's telling him, like, hey, you know, shit's popping off. I need your help. And he's like, man, get the fuck out of here, man. You bullshitting. And she like, hey, look, bitch, do you know who the fuck my father is? And if something go wrong and you don't help me, what's going to happen to your bitch ass? Because I didn't say before. Her dad is like the DA, district attorney. And that's why they're going after him now is they got the, what was it first? What was it first? It was the judge. They got second. Who did they get first? Oh, the therapist. So it was like the therapist, they got first. They got this motherfucking judge. And now we want to get the DA's ass. And they seem to have the biggest bone to pick with that motherfucker. You know, I would think it'd be the judge since he's the one that sentenced you. But I guess since he was the attorney, I don't fucking know. Whatever. So that's why he's chasing after them. And she gets to die. Not doctor. She gets the cop to come out back to the house with her. And surprisingly, which I didn't expect this at all. The mom opens the door and I was like, oh, how the fuck did y'all get back? Unless they were oh, Unless I didn't think about this. Cause when she got back home, Wizard and girly was dead. I was like, maybe they had the uh, parents in the basement or something. Cause as you'll find out, they're about to be in the basement for a majority of this movie. And maybe that's why she didn't see him, cause she went straight upstairs. So maybe they didn't leave yet. The brothers might have already just been there. Ah, see, it all comes together, folks. This is why we talk through the movie. But yeah, the mom opens the door, and I mean, if I was a cop, I would have known that something was wrong. Cause the mom is talking real stiff. She's like, oh yeah the uh it's because he's like you know your friends were out they were out drinking she's hanging with the bad crowd and shit and she was like yeah she's no her and her dad got into an argument earlier and you know she kind of ran off and stephanie's like what the fuck are you talking about like hell no that she's lying bro something wrong And he's like well you know what i'm gonna just leave her here with you everything seems fine and it's like bro stop it it don't look fine there's only i mean this is horror so it's it's stupid people in horror movies that's how horror movies work horror movies would not work if people weren't jackasses and there's a mo- there's multiple times in movie where I'm like, y'all some jackasses. And I ain't going to take points off for it, but it annoyed me, though, because I'm like, why? But I know why. It's like I said, because you have to have the tension and the buildup. But at the same time, it's like, why are y'all so fucking stupid? I spit all over the mic just now. That's how mad I got. That vitriol, motherfucker, like you're pissing me off. But nah, she goes in the house. And of course, the brothers are there. And she gets captured, too, now. And I guess they make... The mom cook them dinner because they're at the dinner table just eating a fucking feast. like It's just like a Thanksgiving dinner in this bitch. And, um, the dad keeps asking, like, what, you, what do you want? And Bob is like, some peas. So they pass the peas like they used to say. And then he, they're like, well, what the fuck do y'all want for real? And he's like, mashed potatoes and gravy. He's like, mother, goddammit, here. Man. So they're paying them no attention. And they even fuck them up because uh, the mom, after they get to done with dinner, they're like, let's go to the living room for coffee. And they're sitting in there drinking coffee. And the mom is like, look, man, if y'all just go... We won't even say shit, bro. We won't nothing happen. We'll just let you do your thing. He's like, for real. It's like, I'm going to just be able to just walk out the door. Nothing happens. She's like, yeah. He's like, all right. And they get up and walk out. And the mom and them were like, <sighs> And he walks back in like, yeah, nah, we ain't going no fucking where, bitch. What the fuck you thought? Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, they going to just leave, girl. What the fuck you thinking? But I think the dad, I forget what he cracks him with, but the dad ends up cracking Ray over the head with something. And then you find out here because cause then Bob of course goes to protect his brother and he's choking pops out but then Stephanie's like stop it and he looks Stephanie in the eye and he kind of lets him go and everything so it's like aha my man's dick get hard for Stephanie so he's gonna let her go or he gonna be nice to her I got you and I see this plot point I know how this movie's gonna end now I call, immediately call and shit but again I don't think it's trying to be that smart so I can't you know hold this up. like oh I figured out curfew it's like motherfucker anybody can figure out curfew god it but I did laugh at this next part though because I didn't expect these dudes to actually come back in this movie. But you cut back to the football player, and uh, like girl, he's laying across the hood, and the other and the curly haired dude is like, "Damn man, what's good man? What was why man? Just forget that girl man. Why you stressing? Why you bugging?" And he's like feeling extra Morton-y because he's like, "Don't no girl say no to me. Like motherfucker, I own the star quarterback. Like how the who the fuck is she to deny me some pussy?" And your boy is like, "Man, yo, chill the fuck out, man. Ain't that serious?" He's like, "Nah, nah, nah. Fuck that. We about to go over there." He's like, "She said her parents was gone. She at home chilling." She had to be home by 10. She ain't say nothing about not having no company, though. So, we about to go have a party. And so, they drive off to go to Stephanie's house, which is really fucking weird, man, how people think. I don't know. Oh, hold on. What's this? I got an A on my motherfucking assignment. Bitch, fuck with your ass, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. But, <laughs> um, back at the house, though. Mama just, Mama ain't on that shit, bro. Like, Dad is trying his best to save the family and keep everything calm, but Mama like ain't with the bullshit. Mama's like, "Yo, they're in the basement now, and he's playing with power tools and everything." He's like, "Oh, you know, pops, you're a handyman, huh?" And the mom is like, "Well, we know you ain't no handyman. You a pig, bitch." He's like, "Say, what? he's like, excuse me." She's like, "You're a pig, nigga." Like she repeated it, like fuck the bullshit. I'm done with it. And so I'm pretty sure this is where he fucking spray paints her in the face. He fucking does like colors and fucking sprays her in the face. And they end up taking the dad upstairs. And like I said, they're not just going to kill. Like I said, said, they got the biggest beef with this motherfucker because they're not even just killing him. They're torturing his ass. They're sawing his ass or something because they take him upstairs. They throw a bunch of bottles on the ground so it's glass everywhere. And they make him walk across it. And he ends up falling onto his back. So now he got a bunch of glass shards in his back. They fucked him up. So when they're done fucking with him, throw him back down in the basement. They even made like a makeshift jail. Like they made up the basement to look like a jail cell, and they even spray painted "death row" on the wall, and they put like a fake fence up at the top of the steps and everything. So they throw him back in lock up. And then they're like, you know, Mrs. Davenport, the warden would like to see you now. They're in the in the bedroom, and he's fucking with her because he's like putting makeup on her face, and she's like turn away. And she's like, "Fuck you!" shit out his hand, and she pulls that. He pulls the gun out, and then she's like, "Fuck!" And she just sits there and lets him do whatever. And she's like, man, look, leave my motherfucking family alone. bro. I'll do anything. Just don't hurt my family. He's like, oh, you do anything, huh? Which when she said that, I was like, that is not what you fucking say, bro. Because you know where this is going to go, man. But it goes exactly where you think it would. And he, it doesn't show anything. It just shows him. He's like, OK. And he he just shows him, unbuckle his belt. So it's like, well, <sighs> fuck. But I don't know what happens, though. We'll talk about it. Because um, not at the bad, not that the dad is back downstairs. Stephanie is like, yo, who the fuck are these dudes and why are they bothering us? And he gives their backstory pretty much. He reads the back of their baseball cards. He's like, look, they um were in jail for murdering a girl. And I guess now they just want to fuck with us. Like now they're upset that they got locked up for killing a girl because they're talking about the shit from the beginning of the movie, which we already knew. So it's like you really didn't need to say this. but I guess she needed to hear it, I guess. But it's like we already know why they're doing what they're doing. They probably tried to use the motherfucking doctor for like an insanity plea or some shit like that, and it didn't work out. So they killed him, and they killed the judge for sending them, and they killed the DA. Or they're trying to fuck with you because I was the DA and all that shit. We knew this already. So moving on. While all that is going on though, Ray is in the bathroom looking at his face, and he's like, "Did you see what the fuck she did to my face, bro?" Like talking to himself. So apparently, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if she fucked him or like sucked his dick. I don't know what the fuck happened there because it seems like she didn't do it. Because, like, she's he's like, oh, she scratched my face and she did this and she did that. And he has her in a bathtub right now. And she's, like, still got her clothes on. She's like, like, her titties and shit ain't out or nothing. But she's laying there. And he has a shaver and he's, like, using it on his face. And then he starts dangling it. Like, he's going to drop it in the bathtub on her. She, like, screams and everything. So I figured she was fucking dead at this point. But no. Because Stephanie realizes that that boy Bob got a hard-on for her. So she starts fucking with his head a little bit. And she's like, you know can I get out of here? Can you let me go go see my mom? And he has a picture of her that he's been like holding on to. And he's like, can I keep this? And she's like, yeah, sure. And he's like, if I let you out, will you be with me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be with you. Just let me the fuck out of here. And when she goes up the stairs, he opens up the gate for her and then he turns and shit. Or she turns and she's like, all right, now where my mom at? She's like, what the fuck you, where about your mama for? I thought you wanted to be with me. She's like, I do want to be with you, man. But you know, I got to check on my mama first. And he's like, no, no, fuck that. You said you was going to be with me. Why you worry about her? You ain't worried about me. You lied to me. You don't give a fuck about me. And, but then the dad comes up behind him and knocks him the fuck out with something. I forget what the fuck it was. But he takes his gun, too, which was smart. I was like, thank you. Grab the fucking gun, dog. But again, he goes upstairs and the fucking Ray apparently heard what happened or something. Because, like, see me, like, I don't know how that would have played out. It probably wouldn't have worked out, actually, now I think about it. Because I was thinking... No, I mean, you could have did it without shooting. So I was like, man, man, take that motherfucking gun while he knocked it on the ground. Pow, pow, right in the back of the motherfucking head. Running them motherfuckers is gone now. But see, that's the thing, though. If you heard, if he heard the gunshot, he might have marked the wife, though. So maybe while he's unconscious on the floor, they were in the kitchen. Go to open up the motherfucking drawer because they show, they show later that they have a drawer full of knives. Knock him out. Get knives. Stab the fuck out of him. Like, cut his throat so he can't scream. Like, kill this motherfucker. Like, legitimately, if this is me, my wife, and my kid, like, your ass ain't getting back up. Fuck that. Like, I would, like, he fell out on his face, pulled that motherfucker's head up by his hair, whoosh, slit that motherfucking throat, let that nigga bleed out and choke on his own blood. Done now. One down. And like I said, Ray wouldn't have known yet. So, when the, when the next scene plays out, I ah, see, it's kind of hard, though. Because then, like I said, he might have got somebody fucked up if he did that. I'm not sure. Like, there could have been a different way this all could have played out. Because when they go back upstairs... Ray already knows that something's going wrong, probably. So he has the uh, wife in the hallway, like, outside the bathroom, and he has a gun up to her head. And the dad drops down to his knees and it starts begging and everything. And your man, ah, I just thought about that. I mean, he could have, of course, used his hands. But you find out that the gun he has aimed at her head has no bullets in it. So he couldn't have shot her anyway. So even if he did, I mean, he could have snapped her neck or something, I guess, like that. But now, I, mean, I don't know. We 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 taking chance out here, bro. Because, like, nah. I, I we're Gonna shorten these niggas as much as we can. Like, one has to die. And if I got a squad, with the other one and take a couple hits, but to get his ass too, like, bro, we could have ended this movie right here. Fuck that. But like I guess that's me. Maybe say it might have not played out the way I'd want it to. I don't fucking know. But we like, we gotta do something here. Like, we can't just knock niggas out. Like, motherfuckers have to die here. So, but while that's going on, like I said, they end up pretty much getting captured again because of that. And Stephanie just looks at your man right now. I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, bro. Which is foreshadowing. But we'll get to it. But that's all that is going on the fucking quarterback and his homie and girly pull up outside and uh the line that he says i wrote it down he says stephanie is in debt and i'm here to collect which when he said that i was immediately like oh you need to die it's like bro she don't owe you no pussy dog like this is this weird shit that people like people really think like this like i don't understand it bro like motherfuckers don't owe you a goddamn thing like, y'all went out for, like, at a little diner and then was out out in the woods just talking and shit. Like, what the... Like, get the fuck out of here. Just eat a bullet, nigga. But they end up sneaking into the house, though. Quarterback dude gets inside and unlocks the front door. And it's girly just for the streets like a motherfucker, apparently, because she like, hey, look, why don't we check that bedroom first? And she yeah, she was just fucking his homie. And she's like, nah, let like, me and you now go up to that bedroom. Fuck Stephanie. You don't need her, bro. Shit. Or you can get her afterwards. Let me get it in first. And so he's like, Psh, all right, bet. And the other dude comes inside and he's bumble fucking around he knocks over a toaster and actually down in the basement as this is going on they were actually about to kill the fucking family they had guns pointed at him and everything talking so, all you know firing squad and shit but then he knocks that toaster over and Ray and Bob looking like who the fuck is that and so they get spared for a little bit because now Ray goes upstairs and he tells Bob just watch these motherfuckers. Ray gets up there because the man is like going around he sees all the food that was on the table earlier so the football dude sitting there just eating food and shit And then he goes into the room where the caretaker was and sees the dead body. And then he's like, oh, shit. And then when he turns around, Ray is right there and stabs him right in his motherfucking gut as he's eating and shit. So he's like choking on food and shit as he's dying. And so, yeah, so now football dude dead as fuck. And the quarterback and the girl actually do go up to the parents' room and they're fucking, like going straight at it. And then uh, in the middle of fucking, girly is on the bottom. So she's like looking up and she sees Ray walk into the room and she's like, hey, uh um um like you need to stop him. he's like why why and then homie grabs the motherfucking back of dude's head and pulls him up out that pussy and your man's they think it's the parent they think it's her dad so they're like oh shit i'm so sorry mr davenport you know i just you know she said that nobody was home and nothing. he's like hey yeah, chill out like how, like, how many more of y'all is it is it just y'all and she's like um no we had a uh, f- another friend he's there and then he like describes you like curly hair like this height this weight she's like yeah he's like yeah we met and she's like look please man just just don't tell the cops, you know, don't tell anybody what happened, man. We just, we so sorry. And he's like, I tell you what, I won't tell nobody that you did this if you don't tell nobody that I did this. And he snaps the fucking quarterback's neck. And she don't even scream. She don't say nothing. Like it's just, it's just straight shock. It's just like, oh, fuck. Back in the basement, dad is talking to Bob again, trying to talk sense to Bob. Like, bro, you ain't got to do this, man. Your brother is going to get you in trouble. Yeah. Your brother ain't as smart as you think he is. Your brother going to get you fucked up out here, bro. Because if you, when you get caught, when you get caught, nigga, not if. When you get caught, you going to be right back in jail because of him. When you get help brothers out right now and I help you out, man, get you a fi- uh, bout of jail and shit. And he's like, man, my brother wouldn't lie to me, nigga. Fuck you. And he starts, like, knocks the dad over because they're tied up in metal chairs. And he knocks him over and he's, like, kicking him and shit. And then Steph is like, yo, chill the fuck out, bruh. And he stops because, like I said, he he's like he got a crush on Stephanie, and then you cut back upstairs because I was wondering where this scene was going to go. Like, after he broke the dude's neck, but Ray is talking to himself again in the mirror, and he's just I forget what exactly he's actually saying, he's saying some crazy shit. He's like, Why do they keep fucking with me? People need to leave me alone, and that type of shit. But there's flashes as he's talking, and it's flashes of like a leg and like other shit that's like sliced open so you see he super murdered the girl like she's all cut the fuck up and while that is all going on that cop from the diner earlier is out cruising and patrolling the streets and he sees Stuart Smalley in the road and he's like yo what the fuck is this and he like stops the car walks up to him and then Stuart turns around he's got like a big ass like you see he got his ass beat and so uh they're driving in the car and he's like hey you know those two guys that escaped from jail you know do they fit this description? And the guy's like, give me one second. And he's like, yeah, 10-4 on that. That's probably who the fuck that is. So he's like, shit. All right, we got to catch these motherfuckers. He's like, oh, let go check out the judge's house. So he drops dude off, goes to the judge's house, finds the judge's dead bodies, runs back to the whip. And is like, yo, all units, everybody get the fuck to the Davenport house. Shit is about to pop the fuck off. And dude's like, he's like, what you doing? I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up and just send all units, bro. This is real shit. So now the cops are on their way to Stephanie's house. And back down in that basement, stephanie is just fucking with my man bob's head like crazy she's just like you know bob you know i want to be with you let me go so i can kiss you let's run away together i she flat out says i love you bob and the brother the whole time is just like bro she's fucking with you real like she don't mean that shit she's like they're he's like they're all the same women just like to fuck with your head and ruin your life bro don't listen to her selling sounding very incelly. and your boy bob is like but but I want to fuck, though. Like, come on, bro. Like, let me let her free. And I mean, Ray's like, nah, bro, you can't listen to it. So they actually get into a scuffle. They start fighting. And Ray is pissed because he's like, bro, you my brother, bro. You going to trust her over me? All the shit we've been through, I've been protecting you all these years. And so that power drill that I told you about earlier, it's on the table because Bob got the upper hand because, like I said, Bob is, like, stronger than him. He's, like, bigger. And so your man gets that drill, turns it on, and puts it right through Bob's back. Bob Backlund. Wrestling references for the other ass, you know, shout out to over they thinking. So Bob is dead, which I was I didn't expect him to be flat out dead dead. Like I thought he might come back because he just got a drill through his stomach. So I thought there might be like a stinger or somewhere he comes back. Well, we'll talk about it, but whatever. We'll get to that part. But your boy Ray is pissed. He's like, I just had to kill my fucking brother because of you now. And so he about to get with Stephanie. But the cop is like kind of splinter selling like the whole time they were scuffling. He's kind of around the corner with the chopper, just kind of waiting on his opportunity. And he like jumps out, says freeze and everything. And then immediately gets fucking shot. Like, in his leg, I think. And in the shoulder. I forget which happens first. But he crawls upstairs. And so, Ray follows him up there. And he, like, takes his ammo out of his pouch. And he, I think he takes something else. He takes his sunglasses. And then he shoots the fucking cop in the head. And he's standing there, you know, reloading his gun. And he puts his sunglasses on. And then, you know, trying to feel all cool and shit. But then he takes the shit off and, like, glass off and throws him on the floor. Because he's still pissed. He just killed his fucking brother. So, it's like, that shit ain't helping. Like, you know, it might feel good in the moment to mark that cop. But it's like, no, nah, my brother's still dead. And it's because of you. Oh, and I have to say, too, for my Mystery Science Theater fans, again, that moment was very Mitchell-y, if, you're, if you know what I'm talking about from the Mitchell episode, because <laughs> it was so stupid. The fucking cop got shot and went to retreat. And the motherfucking dude, Ray, was like, hey, cop, or whatever. And the cop stopped and turned around, and that's when he got shot again. And I was like, why the fuck? And I, to explain the Mitchell thing. In Mitchell, there's a scene where there's a guy breaking into John Saxon's house. John Saxon sees him and hits a button to like start shutting doors. And the dude is like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. And he's running to escape. And John Saxon points a gun out and is like, hey. And the guy turns around and John Saxon shoots him. It's like, why the fuck would you t- stop and turn around? And the cop does the exact same thing. The cop got hit and is trying to escape. But when Ray calls out for him, he stops and turns and looks at Ray and eats a fucking bullet. It's almost the exact same shot, I swear. Like, watch that scene. Watch Mitchell and tell me if I'm tripping or not. Mystery Science Theater fans, tell me if I'm tripping. That shit made me laugh so fucking hard, bro. It was the best. So now the fucking cop is dead. He goes back downstairs. But Stephanie has, like, she's hiding now. She got the gun off the floor. Like, she was smart about that. And she's hiding. And the uh, he notices that she's gone. The dad and the mom are still here. Cause, oh, and I have to say, too, the reason they're sitting in metal chairs is that he wired up some wire. I don't fucking know He wired this shit up basically where he has like jumper cables and he's going to attach them to the uh, metal chairs. And he's going to flip the little lever on the fuse box and, and fucking uh, electrocute their ass. And he's like looking for Stephanie in the day. is like she's in the closet. And he goes to the closet. And of course, she's not there. So he's like, all right, you want to fuck around? You want to play with me? All right. I tell you what, you got three seconds. And if I don't see you in three seconds, I'm pulling this motherfucking switch and your parents are going to be fried. And he's like, one, two, and around three, he turns to flip the switch, but nothing happens. And he's like, what the fuck? And Stephanie jumps up out of the little like, uh, I don't know what you call it, like a storage bin or whatever the fuck it was. And she shoots him and he falls down to the ground. And again, I had the same problem as before with this. It's like when he's on the ground, his face down on the ground, go up behind him put that gun up to the back of his fucking head and unload that bitch. Because you know the one brother is because Bob is over there dead with a drill going through him. He ain't moving. He dead. So fuck it. Unload that whole fucking clip in that nigga. Like right now. In this fucking movie. But she doesn't do that. She goes to start untiring her mom and dad. And of course, Ray is not dead. He's getting up, reaching for a gun. And uh, he grabs it and he's like, instead of just shooting Stephanie, he also fucked up by just not shooting her because he gets up and he's like, oh, you ain't got the guts. You ain't going to shoot me. He's like, you got my brother killed. He's like, go on and kill me too. Kill me too. And she shoots him right in his fucking forehead. Dead as fuck. And the whole time the cops are outside on like the little bullhorn yelling and everything. But it's like, it's all wraps now. Like that motherfucker got properly ventilated. So that's pretty much the day is saved. But you can get like a little stinger shot where it's like, you know, it's a new day. Stephanie goes out there, and she's saying, oh, okay, I'll be back home, love your mom, love your dad, peace. And she gets into a car, and you see it's a guy with a football, uh, football jacket on, and when he turns, it's Bob. And it's like, whoa. So I was like, whoa, is this one of those things where it's like he got rehabilitated? Like, now that the brother's gone, is he going to actually try and fuck with Stephanie? But of course, no. She just wakes up, and it was a nightmare. So I'll I'm guessing Stephanie has like some PTSD she's going to deal with now, which would be, of course, I mean, reasonable after what she dealt with. But that's how the movie ends, though, just with her having a nightmare about Bob being in the car when she went to go to school. That was curfew. So I'm going to tell you my thoughts about the movie, my final ranking and everything. But first, I will play promo and I will be right back. Google Play, Stitcher, Podbeam, or wherever you find awesome podcasts. You can also find us hanging out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and at nerdybitches.com. Talk to you soon. All right, now. Curfew. What did I think about curfew? I kind of fucked the curfew a little bit. It's kind of. I would say I was with it a little bit. Like I said, it gave me that old up all night feel, monster vision feel, all that type of shit, all that good 80s vibes I like, even with the soundtrack and everything. But around the time that the quarterback got killed, probably I would say, I don't know, it started to feel a little bit draggy. Even at just an hour and 26 minutes, it felt like it kind of dragged a little bit at spots for me. Like if it had been like a solid, like flat out 120, maybe it have flow just slightly better, but I don't know what it is because... It, the movie never really stops for much. So maybe I just wasn't into the plot as much as I thought I was. But I was thinking back on it. and I'm just like, yeah, I just remember there being times where I was checking the timer. I didn't keep a tally of how many times I checked it. I like, only been once or twice. It wasn't that many times. It ain't even that long to check it that long. But I don't know. It's just I liked it. But it was just something that felt like it was missing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it was the blood and gore I was mentioning earlier. Because like I said, there are kills, but it's not very bloody or gory, which you would expect with this type of movie. Now, the acting was cool and everything, like the guy that plays Ray. Did a real good job because I wanted him to get super fucked up the whole movie. Like, he played that part well because I hated him. <laughs> and I wanted him to die. And I wanted the quarterback dude to die. And they both died, which made me happy. So, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It, just, it, was, it was missing a little something extra to, like, give it that boost. But it's, like, the some drum movies that they put out have a weird track record with me. Because there's some that I will love. And there's some that I will, like, think is trash. Like, there was a point where I was, I leave quick reviews for a lot of these. And I think it was Mike Backford was like, yo, like, do you like any of these fucking movies? Like, you pay for this subscription, but like you don't like a lot of them. And I do, you know, not like a lot, so not a lot of them, but just a few that just come out it's like, meh, or meh, nah, I'm good, shit like that. Like, I keep them there on the shelf, but, man, you know, unless I do them for a podcast, they probably won't be rewatched. I just got them because I just like to collect the movies and shit. But no, nah, this is one of the ones I would say, like, I'm happy with the purchase. Like I said, I didn't love it but I did enjoy my time with it. And it goes by smooth. Like I said, it's just, it's just what it was the word for it. It's just, like I said, just comfort food. Like I said, it's something you just put it on and I don't know, maybe I can like do schoolwork and while it's on in the background, or something like that. It's, it's a movie that doesn't call for your full attention, or at least with me anyway. I'll say for me, not you guys. Not, it didn't get my full attention, but it got enough of it for me to think it was enjoyable. So I was going to give it a six out of 10. I think it's fine. It's not the best. It's not one I'll go back to a lot, but it has its fun moments and. I I mean, shit, I still remember it. Like, I didn't watch this today. I watched it yesterday, and usually that's a bad thing. Like, we usually have to watch these a day, or I'm going to forget a lot of stuff. I didn't. And, like, my notes were easy to follow. Like, I remember a lot of the movie. It just didn't quite grab me like I wanted it to. But it's not a bad movie, though. i say it's worth checking out. I think the whole movie is even up on YouTube at this point. So if you don't care about spoilers, you can definitely watch it on YouTube. And it's probably, no, on Vinegar Syndrome, it's probably on Tubi or something, too. Because, like I said, even... If you hear, like, I gave away the whole movie, but if you still interest you, I would say go watch it and see at least see what I'm talking about. I'm sure I didn't go over every fucking detail because we never do. But it's worth a watch. It's an hour and 26 minutes. It won't take much of your time. It's probably, with credits, it's probably only an hour 23. One, two, three. You can do that. But we got segments on this show, though. I got some Black History flashcards for that ass from the Urban Intellectuals. And this week we have Carrie Mae Weems born April 20th, 1953, and is still around, and she is a part of the arts section. She is an American artist and photographer. Carrie's work often combined audio, photography, and text to show the daily life of Americans, eventually turning to the racism that African Americans face. Some of her most famous work is her 1990 Kitchen Table series. Weems often uses her work to question the role of African Americans, specifically African American women, in pop culture. Weems' work has been displayed in over 50 art exhibitions in the United States and overseas. Throughout her career, Weems, yeah, Weems has received several honors and visiting uh, professorships, including at Harvard. In 2013, she received the MacArthur Foundation Fellowship and in 2015 received the W.E.B. Du Bois Medal and was named a Ford Foundation Art of Change Fellow. And that was Carrie Mae Weems, artiste out here in these streets and still around. So shout out to you. Um, we did have an OD question. Do I want to answer without PJ? I guess I can give my answer to this week and then when PJ come back, so you, you don't feel like I'm, you know, I missed I don't want, you feel like I missed out on your question and shit. But he, this, again, from Christopher Steele, Chris over in the U.K., he says, Hey, guys, someone opens the door to the Hollywood Pop Culture Garage and everything on two or more wheels is parked up with the keys in. What do you drive out of there in? He says, Personally, I'm wheel spinning out of there in, in the 1960s Batmobile. How about you guys? Hustle on, gents, from Chris in the U.K., I'm not a big car guy at all, honestly. It's well known that I don't give a fuck about cars. So I have to really think about this shit because it's like, hmm. You know what? Honestly, no, no, fuck it. I already know what I would do. But it's technically not on wheels. So does this count? I guess you'll have to give me an answer, Chris. And if it doesn't count, then I will answer it again when I ask PJ. I want one of the spinners from Blade Runner. I want the little flying joint like that he had, like Harrison Ford had in Blade Runner. I always like that design of that car and everything. And I would love a whip that I could just like spin Put the destination in and I can just sit back and fucking chill out and not have to worry about driving and shit. Kind of the same thing like the taxi from the Fifth Element. I guess I could just say something to that effect. Like a, a car or like either one of those two. But preferably I want the Blade Runner one just because I like Blade Runner more as a movie. And I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, Chris. But uh there's a video game that was on the Sega CD here and then on the MSX over in uh, Japan called Snatcher by Hideo Kojima, the guy that did Metal Gear. And Snatcher is basically like a mix of Invasion of the Body Snatchers and Blade Runner. And he drives one of those cars like in that Blade Runner movie. And so I always love that shit. I could fucking love that game. and that game soundtrack on a Sega CD. So one of those three variations. I just want one of those cars if I can have one. Which I probably can't. So, you know, fuck it. I probably won't be around. If they ever do make a floating car, it'll probably be long after I'm gone. They do got the self-driving ones now. So maybe we're a lot closer. Maybe we're, be- we're technically more closer to the Demolition Man car. That would be a runner-up. The Demolition Man car with the self-driving and everything and, and the fucking, like, foam airbags or whatever the fuck. Like, I would love one of those cars. So, yeah, there you go. The I will, I'll shorten it. I want the Blade Runner car or I want the Demolition Man car. Give me one of those. I want a futuristic car, goddamn it. So, yeah, I think that's about it for this week, man. I got some content for that ass. Hopefully you enjoyed it, man. I know this is way shorter, but, hey, maybe, you know, it's a nice break from the norm. It's not a two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour, four-hour episode for it. It's a nice little... Shit, it's only an hour or four right now, and I don't know about after editing where it's going to be, because I did have to pause a few times. So you got like a nice little hour of some hustling, quick hustles for that ass. But I'm going to give you some info, though. If you listen to this and want to hear more of me and see what I be posting and everything, we have a Twitter page, and it's capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase iCast. It's the show page, but that's pretty much the I run it. PJ has a Twitter page, too, at Paulie PJ, but he doesn't use it very often. You might be able to catch him on there sometime. You can also catch us on Facebook. And on Instagram at Home Video Hustle Podcast. And PJ's also on Instagram somewhere. I don't know if he wants me to give the name out, but he's on there somewhere. He's kind of hiding in the shadows right now because his page got hacked and shit. So he had to make a new one. But when he's ready to tell y'all, I'll tell y'all what that page is. And we also have a YouTube page, Home Video Hustle, where we post new videos every Wednesday. And I need to get back to posting more sporadically throughout the week. I know uh, we're still, I mean, we had bought the uh, little camera. If you heard the last episode, we had that camera and I actually returned it because it just wasn't working for what we needed it to work with. So I just said, fuck it, and bought an, uh, a good ass web camera, like not even a camera camera. I just wouldn't say fucking bought a web camera. Because so, when we were using the computer web camera, I liked it because the audio art and the uh, video would just say directly to the computer. So like, I don't have to do all that transfer shit. So I just went ahead and just bought a streamer where it's a Logitech stream cam, 1080, yeah, 1080, 60. So it didn't be 60 frames per second even, so yeah. So whenever he comes back, we'll have to put that to use. I bought something else for the podcast, too, and I don't remember what it is now. What the fuck did I buy? I buy too much shit for the podcast. But so I'm going to get back to doing more videos. Of sh- oh, I got an iPhone. That's what it is. I didn't buy it, though. My brother gave it to me. He got the newest iPhone. So he gave me his iPhone 12 Pro Max. It's actually what I shot that last uh, next up video on. And I have to kind of play with the settings a little bit on that because that video was super blown out, it made me look even lighter than I already am, which is not good for me because I'm already light as fuck. So I got that too. And I got the iMovie and everything on there. So we're going to try and play with that a little bit too. See what we can come up with. So there should be some new stuff coming on the podcast feed. So definitely follow YouTube. And if you really fuck with us and want to make sure that we can keep this shit going, definitely fuck with the Patreon page over at patreon.com slash home video hustle. You can help support the show monetarily. You know, uh, $1 tier, $3 tier, or just whatever the fuck you want to give us. We get bonus episodes when we got them for you. Full video recordings and all that. You know, just show love and we'll show you love back pretty much. You know, I appreciate everybody like. I tell PJ all the time, even if it's just a dollar or something, it's just crazy to me that people actually like us enough to want to, like, donate money to this show. Because when we did this show originally, I didn't even think nobody was going to listen to this shit, let alone have people send us emails and support us on Patreon and have us on their shows and everything. So you're always all greatly, greatly, fucking greatly appreciated. We love all of y'all. I swear I do. I'm like, no bullshit in here. So if you want to help us on Patreon, thank you in advance. and I appreciate you already. Even if you don't, even if you just listen, like, if you're listening now, thank you for listening. And uh, if you listen to HVH Radio, thank you for that, too. And I don't know if I sit on Mike or not. I probably have. But HVH Radio is on Spotify. I found a way to find it. It's on Spotify and Anchor. So if you want to, I mean, if you, I know there's a lot going on with Spotify, I think, right now. And so people, like, I had no, I think it was Mike was like, yo, I don't fuck with Spotify. Are you still going to post it on Patreon? I will. So it will still be on the Patreon page if you don't like Spotify. But if you don't mind Spotify or Anchor, you can uh, uh, subscribe and get HVH Radio episodes right when they drop. I actually have the next playlist already written out. So I think sometime this weekend, since me and PJ won't be recording, I'll probably record that next HRH radio and I'm going to try to get it out sometime next week. So definitely subscribe to the feed, Anchor, Spotify, or check us out on Patreon so you can get that link. I'm going to try to see if I can get it anywhere else. But with that being like music, it's kind of hard. I was surprised to get Spotify even, but with Anchor, Anchor lets you connect to Spotify and add music to the podcast. So I was like, well, if they let niggas do that, let me go ahead and try and put my music show up there. And it worked. So it is on Spotify if you want to check us out on there and listen to us that way or listen to HVH Radio that way. We're on Spotify, too. You know, you can also listen. To, you can subscribe to us and HVH Radio on Spotify. But again, thank you guys for listening. Next week, I don't know what the fuck is happening. It's I know for sure it's probably like it's 9.5 out of 10 percent. like Whatever. Sure. Like, it's going to be just me. But until then, I'm just going to tell you that I'm Brent. Can I do it? <laughs> I need the loop I need to switch it back to the loop So I can just like Hit that bitch repeatedly over and over and over again But again Thank you for listening Have a good rest of your Friday Have a good rest of whatever the fuck Day you listen to this on Again I'm pretty sure I saw Curfew in full On YouTube Just type in Curfew 1989 No because I think There's another movie That is also called Curfew Which is why I fucking hate When they name movies After titles that already Fucking exist Please stop doing that Like there's so many words You can put together Like, get the motherfucking, like, I don't know, get the dictionary, get something. Like, find another fucking word, please. Because I hate that shit. It's like when I talk about Trespass now, it's like, oh, you mean the Nick Cage movie? No. I mean the fucking Ice Cube and Ice T movie. That Trespass, I hate when I have to do that. Stop doing that and stop naming sequels after the original fucking movie. We don't need three Halloweens. I'm going to complain about this until the day I die because it drives me crazy. So please stop doing that, Hollywood. And you guys, please come back next week. I'm going to have something for that ass. Hopefully you enjoyed the shorter episode. Give you time to listen to something else. Give you time. Hey, go back and listen to older episodes if you want. Like, you can always go back and get classic hustles in. I get people that hit me up and tell me they listening back to old episodes and they'll be like repeating shit that I said. And I'm like, I don't remember any of that anymore. So maybe I'll even go back and listen to old episodes and then listen to HVH radio. Like I said, next episode will be coming sometime soon because it's already scripted out. And that's the longest process is scripting it because I know so much music is hard I was like oh I want to play this play this play this play this I will say it's no real topic with the next one it's just a bunch of songs that I'm currently listening to that I like and I thought you guys might like too so go on and listen to that and until next time peace